Mindless Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, my darling. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm fine. Just taking this one moment uh, at a time. I think when you and I were chatting for our 15th time yesterday, um, I think that was one of the things that I really took from that conversation, just how yeah, you got to check in with yourself every hour because the experience of this and the emotions that come with that, yeah, change by the hour at the moment. How are you today? Yeah, I think also- I think also I'm, I'm good, thanks. Uh, I feel strong, um, but I think exactly that. You can be so fun and work all your stuff out in your head and you get a voice note from someone who isn't doing okay. Or someone sends you a clip of something that kind of takes you back to that fear state. So not only is it navigating my own well-being and my children and husband and my home, but it, of course with the cell phone in your hand, it's kind of like entry to so many different emotions all the time and not feeding into that takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's about finding a healthy balance on using our phones uh, as a way of staying informed and staying safe, but also connecting with people that we love, but stepping away from media, which aggravates hard uh, feelings um, and exaggerates an important word there because it can sometimes pull it in unhealthy directions. Um, so kind of trying to find a balance on that right now. And you're not always going to get it right, but just to be conscious of it. So we spoke about trauma yesterday. And today I thought maybe we could chat a bit around anger because I'm feeling there's definitely an underlying, while we're all rebuilding and moving together in our beautiful communities. And I mean, I can't wait to really delve into that beautiful um, conversation. But there's anger. There's anger at where were the army. There's anger at our president. There's anger at our government. There's anger that our hometown is, you know, ash and smoldering remains. Uh, There's anger that our children were traumatized going to sleep with the sound of gunfire and smoke coming into our homes and anger that we have to now navigate our children in an environment that feels like we have to relearn how to love everyone all over again. Yeah. And I think I want to start off by saying that I think anger is, although it's a very hard feeling to hold, uh, it's a feeling that we sometimes feel uncomfortable with. It's a completely normal uh, and understandable feeling to be having in a situation like this. And as we grow uh, a healthy relationship with our feelings, it's learning how to kind of be accepting Uh, of that anger, make space for it and engage with it with compassion and curiosity. Um, And with compassion is just being open to the fact that you make sense in this moment. Uh, And then the curiosity kicks in around, well, two things. Where are you coming from? What are you trying to tell me in this moment? And we will talk more about that in a second. And second of all, And this is a really important thing for all of us to hold on to right now. No feeling is ever bigger than you. We shouldn't allow the tail to wag the dog. 
in this moment, although so many things are out of our control and have been taken away from us, one thing that I know for sure hasn't been taken away from us is our ability to choose what we want to do with those feelings. And that applies to anger as well. I know anger is one of those emotions that kind of rises up really quickly uh, and we get quick reactions from it and, and we, act, we act quickly because it's part of that fear type response. But we've got to be very conscious of the fact that we can slow that down and we can still choose what we want to do with that anger. Uh, and I think that we need to be very conscious and intentional of, of what we are doing with that anger right now. Mm. I mean, I often say to you, anger is so much easier than sadness. And we'll get into sadness in the conversation another morning. But sadness is a lot harder for me. Anger feels easier because it kind of, as you said, rises up. You get flushed cheeks. Your hands get sweaty. Your heart rate starts to go faster. Um, and then you feel like you're just kind of strapped into the emotion because it is wagging the tail, isn't it? My concern comes in when that anger catapults me into fear. Yeah. So I think that's that's a really good point, Jane, that often anger when we, and I'm not saying this in a judgmental way, because believe you me, there have been moments over the last couple of days uh, for me and for everyone where that anger has got the better of us. And we've said something that we don't mean, or we've responded to something in a tone that is not constructive or useful. So I'm not judging any of that, but I'm raising a consciousness for all of us that it's there and it makes sense, but we've got to be very careful what we do with it because just what you're saying, Jane, is that often when that anger is unbridled, it results uh, in us going to places that aren't good for us, more fear, uh, it results in us going to places in our relationships with the people around us, which are not healthy. And at a much bigger level, it results in us showing up as citizens, okay, which aren't part of the solution or aren't part of, of, of what we're all trying to really create. I think something that I, comes through more and more clearly to me is that why we're so angry is because all of us, most of us, want to live a happy, peaceful life in this country. And the things that we have seen over the last couple of days have threatened that, um, have seen the opposite of that. And, and that's what makes us cross. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you are someone who wants to live happily and peacefully in this country, I get your anger, but choose responses or things to do with that anger, which feed in to making this country happy and peaceful, because that is your ultimate goal. Mm, I agree. Let's talk, because I always like to hold space for people that have got small people in their lives, because again, it's one thing navigating our anger and our sadness and our trauma. But when you have people, little people that are looking up to you, I'll give you an example. I spoke to a friend last night. She said her son's been fine. He's 12. Um, he's been aware of what's been going on. And um, losing a game of Monopoly threw him beyond the deep end last night. It was a lot of tears and then the rage came. So what kind of advice would you give to somebody that's dealing with a child that's internalized all this stuff and it's now playing out in anger? Sure. Well, like I said yesterday, Kids have all the same feelings as adults. They just don't always have the words uh, or behaviors to know what to do with that. Um, and so we've got to, first of all, be quite 
mindful of watching our kids at the moment, watching the things that they're saying, the things that they're doing. Uh, for our younger kids in particular, watching the way that they're playing and picking up on signs of different feelings that they might be processing at this stage and then intervening. Um, with our older kids uh, who have a, a greater capacity for language, I think it's really important for families to be talking right now, talking about what you're feeling uh, with your teens in particular. Tell me what you think about this. Tell me what you've read. Tell me what your opinions are so that we as a family, based on our values, can flesh that out rather than leaving our teens to their devices uh, and their friends to form opinions and process their feelings. For your younger kids, um, yeah, it's harder to have those deep conversations, you know, particularly with your below fours. You're not going to get into a deep meaningful. So, but being conscious of getting down to their level, playing with them and engaging in play, which feels kind, uh, reassuring, soothing, and supportive. And when you notice them engaging in, in behavior which might look scared or angry, finding ways to, to respond to that. I think also the way that we, we are acting around our kids at the moment is very, very important. And once again, no judgment. You're not always going to get it right. But trying your best uh, to, to respond in, in healthy, constructive ways, watching your words when you walk past the TV, uh, watching your words, uh, what you're showing them, those kinds of things. Mm. Uh, picking up on something you mentioned earlier about um, you know being tense and, and couples you mentioned something and again I spoke to a friend yesterday that said my gosh my husband and I have been bickering like it's just the most ridiculous thing we go from being really close and concerned and working as a team and then again the smallest thing and it's always the smallest thing the bickering starts to to begin and I think to myself is that maybe something that is, you can control that. So maybe that's why that plays into the scenario. I mean, what, do you, what are your thoughts around that? Well, I think as a family, and it's worthwhile maybe even saying to one another, there's a lot going on. Uh, and we are going to try our best to be as accepting and non-judgmental of the different feelings that come to the surface during this time. And maybe sometimes we're going to say and do things which feel a little bit strange. Um, first of all. And second of all, when we do those things, um, we're going to call each other out in a non-judgmental and gentle way. Those kind of, it's a, it's a wonderful phrase, um, let's drop an anchor. Um, so when we are feeling a big emotion, anxiety, fear, anger, we've got to drop an, an, an anchor. So let's drop into, into this moment. Let's pull back to the here and now because it feels like our feelings are, are drifting away. We're getting lost at sea here. So it's quite a nice phrase to use with your kids or your partner, like, whoa, let's drop an anchor. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's just ground ourselves in the here and now, and then we take it from there. So it's kind of like using a safe word, I suppose. It's a way of deflating the escalating moment. Mm, I like that. Such a nice visual as well. Okay, mm. let's talk about some steps um, to actually slow the, the anger down. So you've seen something, you've heard something, you have that huge, overwhelming, just mad, it's just, it's huge. It's bigger than you, that feeling. How do we slow it down? Give us some steps that we can implement in an actual one, two, three. Yeah. Well, that feeling is always red. Uh, we know mm. it. It feels mm. red. It looks red. Okay. Yeah. It smells red. Yeah. And so red means stop. 
So when you start to connect with that feeling, the first, the voice that's got to go up in your head is stop, stop dead in my tracks. And I've got to step away from what is making me feel this way. And I've got to find ways to cool off. And that can be anything from splashing my face with cold water or walking out into the cool night air or doing a few laps around my yard, putting on music, which is soothing Anything that you can use when I'm driving and I get road rage, my best thing is to turn up the aircon full blast in the car. <laughs> Anything that you can do to puncture that moment and cool off, right? Mm. Because it's very hard to, like we spoke about yesterday, it's very hard to access a rational parts of our brains when we are connecting with those kinds of feelings. So anything that you can do to cool your system off in some way. I think burning off steam is useful for all of us right now. So in socially distant and healthy ways, exercise, uh, move around, move your bodies. Uh, even if that means just dancing in your living room with your kids, not only when you're angry, but just throughout the day, burning off, um, burning off some steam and that energy that's, that's building up inside of us. Once again, um, <clears throat> excuse me, once again, using our breath, to slow down, okay, um, and don't wait for the hot moments to introduce breathing activities for yourself and your family. Uh, practice fire drills throughout the day. Um, so everyone, pause. We're going to do some nice breathing right now. We're going to do some, yeah, breathing around the, the dinner table. Um, yeah, just kind of practicing those breathing techniques so that when we are in a hot moment, uh, we can we can access that tool for ourselves. I think a very powerful um, strategy, and I don't think that it's wallpapering over our feelings, is being part of the solution right now. And I think that's working well for many people. Uh, so once again, why am I feeling so angry? Because I want to live in a country which is peaceful and safe. So I'm going to take this angry feeling as a cue of that's what I want. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be part of building that again. Mm. And I think on that note, remembering that even the people, the looters, um, they are citizens of this country. And as hard as it is to, to, to conceive right now, it's not us against them that in many ways uh, they made bad choices uh, with their own anger. Uh, and we've, I hope that once we've cleaned up and we've restored normalcy again and we go back to the business of building a happy and peaceful country, we can also make space uh, for many of the angry reactions that we saw from those members in our community and that we can find ways also to hear that uh, and support them too. And I know that's a hard thing for many people to hear right now, but it's, it's an important way of reframing what we do next in this moment. Mm. I mean, isn't it just crazy the timing that we are heading towards Mandela Day? Um, one of the most, you know, moving days of our calendar year where we all get together and work in the spirit of togetherness. And um, I can't help but think that every time I feel disappointed or anger or uh, seeking forgiveness or at some stage just, yeah, peace to just go and offset my anger by finding a video that makes me feel proud to be a part of my community and proud to be a part of this country. I mean, the stuff that's happening just down my road. I mean, I'll give you an example. My, 
my children and husband left this morning to go and write on paper hearts that have been laminated on one of the local schools here, messages of love and, and, and connectedness and togetherness. And for me, whenever I feel that it's more fear for me, I haven't really played much in the anger space, which is quite interesting. And I think that might come later. Um, but whenever I feel that fear or I feel that disappointment, I go and find something that lifts me. And there's something so wonderful of being able to be lifted out of the ashes into that, that hopefulness. I speak about it again because it feels like salvation for me right now is playing in that space. Yeah. Doing the things that work for you, Jane, uh, and the wisdom to know what to do for ourselves is inside of us. We just have to, to hear it and then keep doing it over and over again. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I know I shared an article, a Daily Maverick article uh, by Marianne Tam with you this morning. And I, I read it in bed and just the tears were, were running down my cheeks um, in that Nelson Mandela would not be proud of the looting uh, and the violence, but he would be so proud of South Africa's collective response to it that we are, as a country, so resilient, so connected to our humanity, so connected to wanting to make space for ex ex multiple experiences, diverse experiences, and work together to create something uh, which is bright and shiny. And, and I think there's so many stories of that coming through right now. And as we go into Mandela Day, I actually think that he would be incredibly proud of, of what is happening this weekend uh, in so many communities in South Africa. Uh, you know, the spirit of Madiba is alive and well in, in this country. And I think, yeah, it's a balm for so many of those hard feelings like anger and fear and anxiety that we are experiencing right now. Absolutely. I don't know if there's anyone on this call that would like to share a story of uh, something that they've seen that has just really moved them into the hopeful uh, space. Um, I mean, there, there are so many um, videos that are doing the rounds at the moment. And those are the kind of videos I love to share with my kids. You know, we'll sit around the table in the evening. They're aware of what's going on, uh, but to really just show them what our community looks like when, when the chips are down. Anyone would like to unmute and share a story that they've seen? There's absolutely no pressure, uh, but this is an opportunity to share some of the stuff that you've been seeing around your community. An, an interesting question has come through while people yeah, find their story uh, or, or pluck up the courage, <laughs> and there's no pressure either. Uh, yeah, a question came through here. Uh, I feel guilty for thinking this, um, but when I, when I hear of donations streaming in, there's a part of me that sometimes feels that looters don't deserve uh, to benefit from those donations. How do I get over this? And I, and I, I get that thought. I understand it. We, we know where that thought comes from. Uh, and it's, that thought comes from the part of us that feels disappointed, uh, that feels angry that there were people in our community who made really damaging hurtful uh, and bad choices um, and I think for myself what I when I engage in, in thoughts like that I'm, I've got to be quite conscious of, of two things one that we have to trust in our system that it will be able to do two things uh, it will be able to find ways uh, to to serve justice uh, in in peaceful democratic ways uh, but also that our, our system will find ways 
to support everyone through this to be able to to move towards a healthier, better South Africa for forever for everyone. Because yeah, it's, I think it's quite obvious that we are still struggling as a community with with so so many things, so much disparity. Um, yeah, and it's not about making excuses; it's about just stepping back and looking at a bigger picture. It's hard though. I think- I think what's also worth noting is that, you know, when you feel that anger, because we are talking about anger today, is not to climb onto Facebook and go and write your thoughts down as a personal log entry. Um, I just see so much of it. And it's not coming from a place of judgment at all. It's coming from a place of we're not helping each other um, through this by, by, you know, publicly venting our venom towards the government, towards the army, towards something that you've seen on the streets. I mean, I think more than ever, we, you were talking about it yesterday. We have to put the stick of judgment down. Um, we're all trying to navigate that in this kind of process, which I liken to like a grieving process because there's so many emotions and so many moments is going to be different for everybody. Um, so just be careful that when you go out there, it's kind of like holding a loaded round, isn't it? When you go onto social media, because it's, it's kind of, gathers momentum around people and makes that red even redder. Sure. So I think on that note, like type your post by all means, type it out, uh, and but don't post. Sit with it. Uh, think uh, long and hard about does this post, okay, speak into what I, the values that I want to live by, uh, and the future that I want to to create for myself and my family, um, mm. because you know I'm repeating myself, but I think that anger, in so many ways, is a reflection of the fact that the majority of us want to live in a happy, peaceful place, and, and mm. that is what you really want. Make sure that whatever you're doing next is feeding in to that outcome for you. Mm. Absolutely, I think. Um... So just reading some of the notes that are coming through here. This one says, during these hard times, it's hard uh, for kids not to notice this negativity. So, yes, I think more positive videos for them and us to move forward. Yeah, and also, of course, again, you know, being mindful of the stuff that you're forwarding on. I mean, I've still got friends that are trapped in that trauma zone, and I get it because it comes and goes. But when I see a video of something that I can't do anything about, it brings all that, like, helplessness back. Whereas when somebody's sending me a picture of everybody singing our national anthem while cleaning up, um, it fills me again with that light as opposed to that absolutely crushing darkness. Sure. Yeah, I think we can use technology, and we have used it very effectively over the last couple of days uh, for security purposes. So I think Mm -hmm. if you are in trouble and you need help, put your hand up and send the message, ask for help, but be very careful of just that yeah, forwarding, 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 um, because it feeds into a, a secondary trauma for people and it fuels an, an anger um, that in, in a way that doesn't feel healthy right now. So I don't think either you or I are saying that anger isn't normal and doesn't make sense in this situation. It absolutely does, uh, but we need to find healthy ways to make space for that. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. Yeah. And thank you, everyone who, yeah, who's listening in and who's joined us today. Um, I think that we all, there's so much yeah, solace in, in holding hands and supporting each other through this uh, and all the different emotions that come to the surface. Mm. We'll be back tomorrow and every day next week. Um, if you are looking for 
Some soothing balm listening. Uh, the Kindness Can podcast is up at kindnesscan.co.za. Um, I know that there are a lot of friends that say that when their husbands are out patrolling um, at two in the morning, four in the morning, uh, they go to Kindness Can and they just pick a random uh, episode to listen to because there's such beautiful charge that comes with listening to stories of kindness and our humanness. Uh, so if you are looking for stuff to listen to, there's stuff there for you. And uh, our contact details are on our website as well. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.